Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Drifting Prime, and I am Gerald Hernandez. And tonight's guest is Brian Nimmo, who drives a Toyota Tundra that's well-known and has been on um, the Hoonigans a few times and also competes in Just Drift. Uh, we get into a lot of things, uh, even his new build. So I hope you guys enjoy the show. Thank you. What's up, man? How you doing? Thank you for uh, coming on last minute. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for having me. Uh, I appreciate that. So uh, for for those of us or the people who don't know who you are or what you oh. do, if you want to go ahead and introduce yourself. Okay. Hey, my name is Brian, uh, a.k.a. Drift Slayer. I drift a 2005 Toyota Tacoma X-Runner that I've been drifting for almost six years now. Uh, the 26th of July is going to be six years that I've actually been drifting. So I'm almost I'm almost six years now. So I can't, I can't believe that. That's kind of kind of gone so fast. Oh wow, huh? So yeah. actually, you may not know me, but I know of you rather. Yeah, uh. yeah. No, I I know I know of you because you had that uh, that gray BMW. You did uh, just drift. Uh, I think uh, it was two two years ago. It was, it I believe was, it was last season, oh, and then uh, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, last yeah, okay, last season. It kind of because I remember you because I saw you at um, uh, at Arundel. You had the the new uh, Carvet. No, no, not Carvet. Uh, the the four door uh, vet. We'll call yeah, it that. Yeah, the four door vet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I got that thing. Uh, but actually, because I used to follow Just Drift before, mm-hmm. obviously the drifting was a thing since like 2015. And then uh, actually, my son was really fond of your car, your truck rather. Yeah, you, you, you got to say truck. You can't say car. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I, I corrected it. I corrected it. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so uh, six years, huh? And then so what, mm, my math isn't that terrible. So two years after you started drifting was pretty much when when I pretty much got into drifting altogether. Uh, but you've been doing well. I think I I think the first time I actually remember your truck was round four of 2015, and uh, you tapped a wall. I remember mm. that. I just remember seeing a tail light go everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that was me. <laughs> yeah, and uh, no, that's awesome. Uh, so, what what are you up to these days? Because I know you're not really competing too much this season. Yeah, this year, uh, I mean, I've been competing for the last, you know, pretty much five years. I've been competing. This is actually the first year I've actually taken off because, um, I you know I I swapped in a one J and a truck, mm-hmm. and I I blew that so. I kind of want to rebuild the 1J back up and make it more powerful and stuff like that. So I kind of took this year off, and by me doing that, I actually got a car that I'm going to be building pretty here for next year. Nice. So I know everybody's going to be kind of upset with me because I'm not going to be drifting the truck anymore. But at the same time, I am. I'm just going to do the truck is going to be more for fun now, and just do local events. So you'll still my, have two separate vehicles. Yeah, so I'm you, still gonna have the drift truck. The, okay. The drift truck, I'm always gonna have. I'm never gonna get rid of that. I mean, I'll get rid of the the other car before I ever get rid of the truck because that's my baby. You know, that's that's what brung me into drifting, and that's what I've learned with. And I love that truck to death. I just wish I was able to compete more with it. You know, in different uh, drifting events. Yeah. You know, as, as competition, but. A lot of them don't allow my truck because they follow the FD rules, so I can't proceed to do that. So that's why I am doing the car now. Yeah. So uh, everyone wants to know what car you're doing. So I'm doing, it's a 2002 IS300. Okay. And uh, just by accident, uh, I hit the wrong button right now and I stopped recording. Oh, shit. (laughs) Uh, No, 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 no. We're good. We're good. Uh, I fixed it right away. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> but, Whoops. But it might have cut off the last part of that section. So I asked you uh, what car you're running, and you said IS 300. 300. Yes. Okay. And then uh, what are you doing to that exactly? Did you find one like with the Jay Z in it still, or no? Well, the, the I got it really cheap. The the car I got for uh, only three hundred dollars. Not so. Not mad. Not, yeah. Not yeah. So that's why I kind of jumped on it when I did because. It was only $300. It was a rolling chassis. There was no motor or trans in it because the guy okay. that I got it from blew 
the, tr the motor and he just ripped it out, but he let it sit for maybe six months and he never did anything with it. And he just put it up on, I found it on Facebook and then marketplace. He wanted, he, hey, yeah, hey, hang marketplace. on, hang on, hang on one second because my recorder is doing something weird. So I'm going to, I'm going to stop it for one sec, just to be safe. So we don't blow a whole episode. Okay. Sorry about that. No, no problem. All right, all right, all right. We're good. We're good now. Uh, it was like doing like some double recording thing, and I was like, oh, this looks like it's going to blow up. Oh, wow. So, uh, But uh, Facebook, you found it on Facebook? Yeah, I found it on Facebook, and the guy, he wanted a little bit more money for it, but when I got there, I was like, no, I'm not going to pay that for that. I Even though it's, it's still a good rolling chassis and stuff like that, but it was still missing... He actually was selling parts, so he was actually doing like a uh, a part out with it too. Yeah, typical. So yeah, typical. So he was he he wanted a little bit more money for it, but I was like, no, well, it's missing this, this, and this, and stuff like that. So I got him down to three hundred bucks, and I was like, all right, cool. And then that was it. So that's that's the story behind how I got the car. <laughs> that's not a bad deal though for three hundred bucks for a rolling shell. Mm -hmm. Were there a lot of body panels missing though? Well, the only thing I was missing was the hood, the trunk, the passenger back door, and the front bumper was the only thing missing. Okay, so that's not too terrible? Yeah, no, no, because I just went to the local, my local uh, pick-apart down in here in uh, San Bernardino, and I got everything I needed for 190 bucks. That ain't bad. So you basically yeah. have a complete rolling shell for 500 bucks. Yeah, yeah, but that that's not going to be the end of it. You know what I mean? That's... <laughs> it never is. It never yeah. is. Did you pick up a stock bumper? Or are you going to go like an aftermarket setup? No, I'm going to, I didn't get the front bumper because I am going to go aftermarket front bumper and, and that's what I, I'm going to get. That's what I figured. Yeah. yeah front bumper. Uh, I, uh, I'm going to go wide body on it and stuff like that. I'm not going to okay. keep it stock. I want to keep it look, you know, I want to keep it look like a little aggressive and stuff like that. So, you know, most everybody's going with wide body and stuff like that. So I'm going to do that to the car. And then I'm going to put a two Jay-Z back into it, but a single turbo probably, I want to make around 600 horsepower with it. So that's, that's my plan for the, the car. What do you, what do you plan on doing to that motor? Cause I know that Jay-Z's typically can handle, I think just, just like shy of 600, like healthy. From my understanding, yeah, yeah. I don't know a whole bunch about them. Like with just a turbo, not even like changing a single thing on that car. Turbo and like some injectors. Yeah, you, yeah, you got to change the the turbo and injectors just to get it up to that that close. I mean, a stock one with stock internals and stuff like that can hold, you know, pretty good to 600 horsepower without anything else. But if you're gonna go any higher, you got to do you know a whole rebuild to yeah. get it to, to get it more. You know, like. If you follow Rad Dan, he you know he's making a thousand horsepower in the Supra, and he's got everything known to man to that thing. So yeah, definitely. I, I, I really don't want to go that far. I mean, I'll do a bigger, a little bigger turbo and bigger injectors, and then get a, a like a Link ECU, and and go from there. Oh, you're falling out, huh? On the Link stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That. Uh, those are uh, those are pretty. Yeah, those they're pretty. They're, they do good jobs and uh, uh, whatever. Because I talked to a lot of people that have them. Mm -hmm. and they said they're, they're they're one of the like one of the good ones. One of the a good ECU to have for a Jay Z. So oh, I'm okay. Like, okay. Well, I, I'm good. I'm down. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Um, have you sourced any of that stuff yet, or are you just starting to do that now? No, I haven't. I haven't really sourced anything out. I'm kind of just tearing apart the car, and then I'm gonna kind of go build it as I go. You know, so. Okay. And I, I just know I just know people that that are in the industry and they told me like, hey, just let me know when you you know you want to do this and and I'll I'll see what I can do and stuff like that. So I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> that sounds good to me. <laughs> so are you like a Toyota guy like like through and through like or, or did you just happen to stumble into like the Forerunner and now you're getting the Lexus? Well, um, uh, yes and no, kind of. I mean, I was always in the trucks. Mm-hmm. That's that's the only that's that's the only thing I've ever owned was trucks. Uh, ever since I started driving, was you know, I had an eighty, I had an eighty four Nissan Datsun that was a four by four truck, and then I went to a Dodge 
a Dodge Dakota, which sucked, but it was yeah. another truck. You know what I mean? Then yeah. I went to then I went to a little two door Tacoma, like the small bed Tacomas, and then I bought the the X Runner then 2005 when it first came out, and then that I just fell in love with that, and then ever since then Toyota's been like my number one thing now. <clears throat> nice. Yeah. And then, so what What actually made you go with the Jay-Z? Because you were, I remember you were running the original engine for quite a while and uh, with just like an aftermarket exhaust and an intake, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I had, uh, on that on the truck, I had the stock motor with um, headers, intake, throttle body spacer, and exhaust. That's all I had on that truck. So it's still make you know, 200 and maybe 40 horsepower or something like that that those trucks make and I think they make a little bit more, but that's on their dyno. I don't know. You know, I never had it tuned or anything like that. So it just, it ran what it was running. Gotcha. Okay. And th- did you ever think about like possibly like turboing that setup? Well, well the thing is I've heard, you know, a lot of people have tur- turboed it through the community, like the X runner so, yeah. community yeah. and stuff like that. They turboed it, but they always blow it. For some, ah, reason, okay. for some reason whatever it does like the that that motor doesn't really like a turbo it'll it'll it likes the supercharger but the supercharger is freaking expensive it's you know i you can gotta, imagine it, you can only get it from magazin now because trd used to do it but now you can only get it from magazin but they want almost they want fifty five hundred dollars for the supercharger well that's why I went one Jay Z because I, I don't blame I you can, you probably paid less for your whole fucking setup and your drive shaft <laughs> Pretty yeah, pretty much. It's I paid, ridiculous, and you're not dropping the fifty five hundred all at once, right? Exactly. Yeah. So I didn't have to do that, and then still, I I made more horsepower with the one JZ than I would with the uh, the supercharger for the X runner motor. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think it's a lot of people people get confused when they're like, "Oh, how much money did you spend?" And you're like, "Well, you know, it's not all at once, but it is a mm-hmm. lot." Yeah, exactly. And then you know, if you just wanted the supercharger, you have to. You have to spend that fifty five hundred dollars right then and there. Yeah, exactly. It, to make it, but with the one JZ, I didn't have to. I spent you know a couple thousand dollars on the motor, the trans, the ECU, and it was all different times. And then I I drove that. I drove it all stock, and then I waited for a year, and then I upgraded to a, a Tomei Turbo <clears throat> on on it. So that gate, I was almost pushing four hundred horsepower on that. Okay. So and that, and that's pretty good for that motor, just doing just injectors and a and a turbo with uh, uh, um, apex e- ECU. So 400 horsepower was 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 all right for the truck. I could have probably got a little bit more if I went with a little bit bigger injectors, and then kind of did a different kind of tune with it. But 400 horsepower seemed about right for for what it was doing. What was that thing weighing? Did you uh, ever get it weighed? Yeah, my whole truck weighs 20, no, 30, I'm sorry, 30, it was like 30, 34.4. With you in it? With me in it, yeah. Okay, that's where I'm at with the Cadillac. Mm. Yeah, your, your, your Cadillac's pretty long, too, you know, it's a four-door, it's right? A it's a four-door, right? It's a fucking whale, it looks like an orca, it's white and black. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing is, my truck, too, my truck is freaking almost 17 feet long from nose to tell it's you know what i've never long. measured it i have to do it just to like see what it is now but i know it's yeah. like a 113 inch wheelbase so <laughs> yeah see my my wheelbase is 123 or 127 something like that it's in between like i think it's in between one of those it's definitely in the 120s though yeah yeah it's it's in the 120s because i was like jesus why is it so it, it's such a long long wheelbase you know, and then another reason why I went with the Lexus is because the Lexus wheelbase is pretty long too. It's a 109 for huh. that Lexus. Oh so shit! It's, I didn't it's, know that. Yeah, okay. so it's kind of a it's kind of a longer uh, wheelbase than a lot of the you know cars. What? You know, I actually like those. Um, it was actually in between that, like a Lexus, the IS 300s, and my E46 when I built that. Okay. Yeah. So I was uh, it was, I wish I would have went that route at the time. <laughs> yeah. But, and then by the way, doing a four door makes your life so much easier. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not even kidding a little bit. Like there's, there's so much shit you could do back there. Yeah. I, it, I, I'm not sure what I'm going to be doing with it. It's just, it's going to be a whole new learning process for me because uh-huh. 
like I said, I, I've never owned a car. I've never drifted a car either. This is going to be the first car I've ever drifted. I've only drifted my truck. Okay. So well, you didn't, it, you've done like pretty well. Like you've, um, you've actually, if I'm not mistaken, you've pretty much qualified almost every event in like 2017. Yeah. Well, I, I every event from two, well, I think I want to say 2016 because I did. So I started, I started in 2014, I believe. Okay. I started drifting. Or I started doing competing was 2014 so i and it was in the middle i start. i think i started 2014 was like round three i started i completely crapped out because i didn't know what the heck i was doing <laughs> yeah so <laughs> i think it was 2000 from 2016 to 2018 i qualified every single round even though that i was 16 it didn't matter it's like as long as i qualified 16 i was good with that because i you know that made that made me happy because I made it into the show and actually going against somebody. You know, so from there, so it's been pretty good for me to do all those events like that because that showed how it made me drift a lot better. Okay. With the truck, with the truck, because I was competing against people that were really good, and then that kind of taught me how to drift a lot better than just going to a local, um, like a grassroots event and stuff like that. It's like for it's me. like thriving under pressure almost. Yeah, pretty much. Like, I, I think agree I with do, that. I, yeah. I think I do well under pressure uh, when it kind of when it's going against somebody because I used to ride BMX and I used to do uh, competitions and mm -hmm. BMX too, and I used to do really good. Like I I did three of I did three competitions and I won first place in all three of those, and that was the last time I ever did a competition. <laughs> That's yeah, I don't. I personally don't have like a competition background. Yeah. But uh now that I'm like getting into it, like I'm realizing I'm realizing how competitive I am. Yeah, you don't realize it at first, like when you're when you're it's it's a lot of different when you're like you're practicing and you're um just going out to just grassroots events and stuff like that. It's still fun and stuff like that, but once you start doing competition it's like you turn in you're you're so serious and it, you turn into somebody else. You know, you're, you're focused. You're you're more focused on drifting a lot better than you would to do grassroots. You know what I mean? Because yeah, you, you you're getting judged. You're you know you're you're hitting those clips a lot better than you would just doing uh, like grassroots. You know, you're like, oh, I missed it. Oh well. But in you know, in competition, you're actually like, I make sure I got to make sure I hit that because if I don't, I'm gonna lose points. You know. So it's a lot different doing, you know, both of those. Would you say you drive differently between practice and actual, um, like, uh, shit, qualifying and actually competing? Would you no, say you like uh, progress throughout the day, or do you kind of stay consistent as possible, as much as possible? Um, when it when it's competition style, like you're you're practicing for those two days, like in in top drift, you're practicing for Saturday and Sunday, like. I'm 110% as soon as I get on the track because I want to make sure that I get the line, the line down right every time. <clears throat> mm -hmm. So it's like it's I don't I don't I don't see a difference in me uh, uh, driving different like towards like competition and and qualifying and stuff like that because as soon as I my I go on the track, I'm 100% like going for it. Like, make sure I hit this, make sure I hit that. You know, I have my spotter, Mike, that's been with me ever since I started drifting. So he, he knows what to look for now and stuff like that. So when he would tell me, he would get on the radio and tell me, hey, you need to do this, like practice this and go towards this more. It, it helps you out a lot better when you actually have a spotter because you can't see outside the vehicle that well as you can, you know, as he can. So having a spotter is really good to have. At first, I didn't really think so, but a spotter is really good. You know what? Um, I'm actually going to. I'm actually going to be doing an episode on that. Um, uh -huh. Actually, next week's guest is going to be Reese. Mar I think it's R Marine. Marine. Reese. Um. He's he's 
fairly well known within the drifting community. Um, uh-huh. I I don't know who he spots for, but he's gonna be talking about that. And I I've met him like at a track. He lives in like Philadelphia. I met him at Grange one day. I was like, "What are you doing here?" Oh, okay. He's like helping this guy. I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> <laughs> but he does that that thing with uh, Chelsea Denofa. What is it, the School of Drift? Oh, okay. So um, I, we're gonna be discussing the importance of having a spotter, and then just kind of like I kind of want to touch base on what spotters should be touch what spotters should be looking for, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. So, um, we'll see. But with the spotter thing, like I have my girlfriend doing it right now. Uh-huh. Um, she's not terrible at it. She's <laughs> a, she's actually uh, she knows. She literally just repeats what the judges say, like, hey, you're not doing this, you're not doing that. Uh, yeah, yeah, and, and that's another good thing, too, is always have your spotter go to the judges that are actually judging the competition and ask them, hey, what does he need to work on? What do you see that needs, he needs to work on? And he he goes into full details with me and stuff like that, so I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to work this out, and then I do what I need to do, and you know, he goes back to the judges and asks them, Hey, how did he do this time? He did exactly what I wanted to do. Tell him to keep on doing that and just go for it. And that's pretty much how, what I do, you know? Yeah. It, it's not... Do they ever... Like, do you talk to him actively while you're on, like, in the middle of a battle? Like, do you have that kind of communication or... What, my, my spotter? Yeah. Yeah. You can, Yeah, I have, a like, a little radio you talk to and then you just ask him, hey, like, when, when you're when you're competing with somebody and you're, you're you're like you're leading or you're following well basically when you follow it's kind of different because you 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 know you see him but when they're behind you and you're leading like it's really really good to know what that guy did behind you you know like was he close did he spin out or you know how far was he did how how does his line look to compare to mine like and all that stuff so it's good to to hear that because then you can either be on be on him a, a lot harder than you would be if you knew that he messed up behind you. Yeah. But still be close, but don't, you know what I mean? Just don't be too close to where you're going to hit him and fuck up, you know? I'm sorry for cussing, but... <laughs> don't don't worry, you're fine. Um, yeah. You, yeah, that's... I can see that. That's more of like a strategy thing. Um... But would, how would you kind of describe your driving style? Would you say like more aggressive, more conservative, conservative, or more? I'm pretty, I, personally, I think I'm I'm I pretty much just go all all out. Like I think I'm, I'm I'm aggressive. I try to do my best. You know, with me in the truck, you know, over the years, it's really hard for me to keep up with all the other cars. Mm-hmm. You know, because they they got a lot more horsepower than I do. Obviously, even though that I even though that I put the one J. And they still have more horsepower, but and way less. Yeah, they yeah they do way less and stuff like that. And then the thing too is they got more forward bite than I do because I can't because I'm solid axle, so I can't really get the grip that I need and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it, it, for me, it's like I have to be aggressive, and I have to get there, and I have to be on them because if I'm not, they can just walk away from me. You know what I mean? So it's it, it for me, it's I, I have to be aggressive all the way through the whole thing like foot is to the floor i'm hitting rev limiter like every time i follow him like i'm always hitting rev limiter like i, I mean, know i shouldn't be but i have i can to. see that I, now that huh i never thought about it that way or at least it's because your truck used to be so it actually even when you did the 1j it still wasn't loud it was still relatively quiet but it just yeah. didn't sound like you were on it um yep well, the thing is too, because the other cars they're louder than me, so and they oh they they you can't. They're hear overbearing, me. yeah. They're yeah, over, yeah. especially when it comes to you. And then also, <laughs> yeah. like, so not only do you have a quiet exhaust, but you also have a long wheelbase, an extremely long wheelbase. So it makes you don't. It doesn't make you look like you're driving as aggressively. It looks like you're just driving smoothly. I've seen you drive, yeah. so I can say that from like first point of view. Yeah. Uh, but it looks like you're going more smoothly than aggressive, but. You know, I think with a new car that that may change altogether. 
yeah, it, yeah. The, the car is going to be a total. It's going to be like a, a new learning experience for me to to oh, drift that than to drift a truck because definitely, the, the, the <laughs> especially since you've been in it since like what you said the last six years. That's what you've been driving. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. So it's so it's gonna. It, I know the first time I'm gonna go out, I'm gonna throw myself off. Like I'm gonna do like just spin out right away. You know, like oh oh, I'm already there. You what, know what what's I mean? your just, projected finish date for that car? Well, I, I'm supposed to be. It's supposed to be ready for 2020. Okay, so you know that 2020, the 2019 <laughs> season of the Drift League, because I we spoke a little bit. and You said you might do both if you can. Yeah, uh, like their their season began in March. Yeah. So hopefully it'll be ready by February of 2020. <laughs> okay. And then you plan on getting so, like seat time because that's a uh, that's a whole new car to learn. Yeah. And seat time's fucking expensive. Yeah, no, I, yeah, it is. I mean, it's going to be really hard to get it in such a, a short, I, I'm, you know, I'm hopingly I can get it done in January, but February is my cutoff. Like if I don't get it done before February, then I probably won't get to round one. Maybe I'll get to round two. Maybe I'll get some more seat time in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it all really, really depends on exactly when I finish the car to actually go and compete and in it because I know I'm going to need seat time. No, definitely. Because... At least to learn how to drive the new, not because obviously you can drive. Like we look at the results. Like you've always done well mm. Um, mm. in a truck. So, and against guys who are twice the horsepower. Yeah, exactly. In a yeah, quote-unquote yeah. purpose-built drift car, not a fucking drift truck with what coilovers on it. Yeah, front coilovers lowered two inches. Uh, the back is, um, I got. Uh, stiffer shocks in the back. I mean, it's not really much done to that car or to the truck. The, the truck is pretty much almost pretty much bone stock, you know. You don't even have like uh, cut knuckles on it or anything, huh? No, I do. I, I had oh, cut you do? knuckles. Okay. Yeah, so so that's one thing I did myself. I pretty much built the whole truck myself. The only thing I didn't do was the roll cage. I had somebody else do the roll cage because at that time, I didn't have a welder and I didn't have a bender and I didn't know what the heck I was doing because I was just jumping into it. <laughs> so I didn't, I didn't know any of that stuff. So I had somebody else build it for me. And then after that, I kind of done everything in my house. I did my own knuckles. I did, uh, I'm, you know, my own wiring harness. Like I completely, uh, just like you did, you know, in your car, like anybody else does in their own car, like they most. totally rip it apart. Most yeah, of us. Most, <laughs> yeah, most people that can't afford it. Exactly. That's out. what it is. Everyone's <laughs> like, must be nice. I'm like, I didn't have a choice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I, I and, and the thing is too, I get, I get more satisfaction out of it. You than do. I did it myself I, because like I built this myself. Like this is, this is my personal baby. Like I know every nut and bolt on that truck. Like if something falls off, or something like that, you know where it goes because you're like, oh, I know where this goes. Okay, put it back. You know what I mean? It's like you know you're you know it from all the way to the last little freaking bolt. It's it's crazy how you would you know you know that, but somehow you do. Yeah. And that's... then there's and, and then there's guys that just have their stuff built for them. I'm not not saying anything bad. It's just like if you got the money, go for it. I mean, but if you no, don't, it's just you a completely different experience. Like, I yeah. would never knock on somebody who had their car built because um, I know how much how much time it takes or how hard it is to make money. Like, like I work yeah. in construction, so yeah, and you know I, you're going to break your back. I work, yeah, I work in construction, too. So, the, so. yeah, that's, that's very, like, you know what I mean? Like, you got to work extra hours. Like, those extra hours that you can be at home working on your car, like, you're instead of you doing that and learning that experience, you're spending at work to pay for that. Yeah, exactly. Not everyone's then, experience. Some people do have deeper pockets. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, no, not not saying anything bad about it. It's no, no, it's just be, everyone's experience is going to be different. Yeah, exactly. So that's why the whole car is like the, the new car that I'm doing. I'm doing fully, not by myself. I'm going to have a couple of my buddies help me with it. But yet I'm going to be more involved. In, yeah. You know, more involved with like building the cage, helping them bend the tubes. I'm not a, I'm not. I'm not a good welder at all, so I'll let my buddies do it because that's what they do. So it's like I'll help them put the cage in, cut the cage, and like you know bend the cage and stuff like that. But when it goes to welding, you do it, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. No, I, I agree. I, I'm not a great welder either. Uh, I've practiced. Not, I wouldn't say practice. I've 
built like this car that yeah. I know I don't really care about because I have another yeah. chassis that I plan on building. Okay. So it's like, oh, if the welds are shitty, don't worry. I'll make it up. I'll make up for it on the next one. Yeah, exactly. And and the thing is, I kind of do the same thing too with when I did the truck. Like, uh, there were certain things that I welded, but it wasn't anything that was uh, safety wise, you know? Yeah. Like the roll cage, like the roll cage, I wouldn't touch because I know I ain't gonna do good. But like when I I did some mounts for like the intercooler system on it and stuff like that, I made mounts and I welded those onto the frame and stuff like that. And the little things here and there that I did to the truck that you know I I welded the my fuel tank on and stuff like that, like certain stuff that I knew that wasn't uh, safety wise, I I left it alone. But anything else, I did myself. Yeah. So I kind of I kind of learned, and, and you know, and my buddies taught me like, hey, you gotta, you know, you gotta do it like this and and stuff like that. So I was like, okay, cool. You know, I did um, uh, I had mentioned something like that on like Facebook about doing uh, my own cage at one point. And yeah. uh, Nate from Bink Industries, oh. uh-huh. he had made mention. He's like, you probably shouldn't do your roll cage. He's like, but start off with bash bars. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, huh. Yeah, Probably yeah, makes thing, a lot of sense. Yeah. The thing, you got to start from somewhere, too. You know, you got to start. You got to learn how to weld somehow, you know. And the thing is, you don't want to start with the, the safetyest thing that you have is a freaking roll cage. Yeah. That's yeah. It's, <laughs> So I like the the people that the, my friends that are doing it. They've been welding for I don't even know like eight nine years. So they know how to weld. So I was like, okay, I'll let you do it, but I'm gonna help them. <laughs> you know, I might I might tack it in. You know, just like hey, hold it, I'll tack it and stuff like that. But I'll let them finish the weld and make it all nice and beautiful. Yeah, that's or not not necessarily beautiful, um, functional. <laughs> well, I want it to, to hold them, more than anything. And I'm pretty well, sure they it, do weld better. Yeah, quality. like if you my 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 buddy that's gonna do it, like he he's 100% like particular, like 100% like really freaking good. So I was like, all right, you're gonna do it. You know what I mean? Because he does that for his job. He builds he builds off road trucks. Oh, nice. So he so he has to have you know he does all the roll cages and stuff like that. So his welds have to be like like spot on because if they're not you know you got the customer looking at it and stuff like that like hey what happened to this weld and stuff like that so he's got to be like a hundred percent freaking nuts good on it you know so that's why i'm like i'll let him do it (laughs) yeah honestly i'm on the fence about it um with like my second chassis i'm like hmm should i just take it in and let them do it or do i really want to do it myself i'm on the fence we'll see yeah, one well, of the thing is if you if you have a bender and stuff like that and you can tack weld it in the place, I mean that's a good that's a good thing to do because for them then all they have to do is weld it and it's going to be it's going to be a lot cheaper if you do it that way, you know, if you just have them weld it besides um you know, have them bend it and put the cage in and stuff like that. So if you just bend it and tack weld it, it it's it it'll be a lot cheaper. Yeah, bending it's also an, another issue. <laughs> No, oh, yeah. If you don't have a vendor, then never mind. <laughs> well, no, no, this is not necessary. I can. It's it's the same price yeah. to go buy a vendor and learn how to weld your own cage in. Uh huh. Um, I already have an. I already have a welder, so the vendor is probably going to cost me like, I don't know, twelve hundred bucks on the high end. Oh, okay. So, okay. I got gotcha. you. So, and then buying your own material, but then having somebody else do it, you kind of get that peace of mind of somebody already knows what the hell they're doing. Yeah, exactly. You know, and then you pro- you'll probably even get like a tighter fit cage. Yeah, ex- exactly. So, because they know, like, hey, we need it. We need it close to the to the front or to the body to the chassis. Exactly. So well, so they like they know, like, okay. Well, the thing is too, they know, like, they can just measure and and they know where to bend it at. You know, yeah. Um, like me and you, we don't know where the hell they like to do a band at. Like, I know how to do conduit uh, at work. <laughs> Yeah, and it's, yeah, that's and, a conduit, and, though. That's, exactly. <laughs> like, it's a little different. That's a little different because you you got a big space to work with. You, in a car, you got this little space, and you got to try to figure out that that, that bend. It's got to be perfect because it's got to make that, you know, 45, and, and it's got to be in that one spot. Yeah. And it's not in that one spot. If it's higher like, up, then you're, you're like, shit oh, out of luck. Low. And yeah, then you got to start all low. over. Yeah, it doesn't look good. Then you just wasted a, a perfectly good tube. I did that today. <laughs> Three pieces. I was like, third time's a charm. I finally got it. <laughs> You're like, damn. So yeah, it's. But that's something I don't know. That's 
I don't know. I really enjoy learning that stuff, though. And I know that's not for everybody. Some people just get frustrated and just kind of. And I do get frustrated. Yeah. Very much so. I've thrown so much shit at this car. <laughs> Luckily, like the other doors were still on it. So like when I threw something yeah. at it, it didn't matter. Oh, OK. <laughs> so, but um, what what's kind of like the the best you've done as far as like placing wise at the end of the season for each season that you've competed in? Let's see. The um, well, in the last, you know, since I th- I think it was what I said, 2014. I think I competed. Like, I don't even know. I don't even think I placed because I zeroed out every time. Sick. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. So <laughs> I didn't. I didn't even. Uh, but I, you know, from from when I was actually you know doing it, I mean, I went from I think it was like 18th overall, and then 11th overall, and then eighth overall, and then it was like. Um, like sixth overall or something like that. Oh shit! So so it's like each year I went down because I got better and I got and you know I learned a lot more with the chassis with my truck. You know because when I first started, you know I I went with big tires, eighteen inch rims, and and you know fit two. I was like two fifty five by forty by eighteens, and that was a little bit too much for the truck. And then at the time. I didn't know what the heck I was doing. Yeah. You know, I was, I just like, Oh, trial and error. Yeah. You know? So then after the years I started learning like, okay, I need this tire size and I need this. I mean, um, 2018, I actually got, I got second place at round one. Oh shit. Okay. So I, so I actually got second place. So I got a trophy from 2018. So that was, that was one of my, was it last? Yeah. It was last year. Yeah, last year, 2018, freaking got second place. I can't believe it. I went against uh, Rome for first. Was that the first time you podium? Yeah, that was the very first time I podium. I'm almost, I, I, I've almost podium. I know you've gotten a couple top four spots. Yeah, exactly. I've done two four spots, but never got like a third place. But I finally, you know, last year I finally got a, I, I got a second place, which, you which is, broke um, your which cherry. Is, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, and and the thing was, it's like when I was, I didn't even know at the time, like when every time I like I won a battle, like I didn't even know who, like what position I was going for. Like I had no clue until, until I went and I won the, you know, to be third or fourth. Like when I won that to get, you know, even to get the third place battle, like I won that. I was like, are you, are you, are you shitting me? Like. I'm, I'm, I can either be first or second. Like, are you shitting me? Like that right there. Like I actually got tears in my eyes. Like I, I like cried a little bit because, you know, I, I worked so hard to get to that spot and I finally did it. And I didn't realize what I was competing for until I, I, I won that. And then when I, when I won, I was like, Oh my God, it it was like the best feeling in the world. And then when I went against Rome, you know, he was actually, uh, no, was it Rome? No. Okay, Rome. I went against for third place, and I beat Rome. And it was um, the 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 little sixteen year old kid. Um, Dom. Yeah, Dom. I went against Dom. Well, of course. I, I thought know, Dom he, didn't he, compete last year. No, Dom competed last year. Okay, I can't remember. He got, he, yeah, Dom competed because he got his Pro Two last year. Okay, now I remember. No, yeah. Was it not Dom? Not Dom. No, it's a little. Yeah, the Was it Dom? Is his name Dom? Yeah, no, Dominic. Dom. Look, yeah, 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 little kid, yeah. So I went against him, and and I he of course he blew me out of the water because he's freaking good for a little sixteen year old. I was like, shit. You know, <laughs> he my, he's he, he good He's a really good driver. Like I give him like, I you know, freaking going against him is like, whatever. Like if you guys saw like the his chase run against me because I you know he followed me to the T. Like he I. Like he was so close, like it was like my front, my back bumper to his front bumper. Like I swear, you couldn't put a piece of paper in between because he, when I transition, when I transition, like my truck, it swings. So if you're not careful, you you're gonna get hit. And I was surprised, like I didn't deck him. You know what I mean? So because he was so close and so good, I was like, wow. And then when I when he led and and I chase. He left me at the fin- at the beginning, like the start line. He was gone. You know, he was already third gear. I was in second gear, and he was gone. I was like, 
well, I'll try to make the best of it, you know? So, and then at that point I was like, Oh, whatever. I still got second place. I can live with that. I don't need to get first. I got a trophy. I'm good to go. Like that, that was like one of my biggest, ever since I started drifting and competing, like it was always my, a, a goal of mine to make it in the top 16 and go into the show. And then once I got in the top 16, I don't care if I made it in third place, as long as I got on the podium, that was, uh, that was the next goal. For me. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was the next goal. Like as soon as I made it to the top 16, okay, cool. All right. Now let's work on trying to get to first or second or third. Like that's how I went. Like I didn't like, Oh, I'm going to win this up there. No, I only worked until I got to the top 16. As soon as I got to the top 16, then I went on from there, you know? So that, that winning that second place, uh, it was like, I, I was like, ah! you know, just, I, I, I cried a little bit in my helmet <laughs> and, and just, it was just an awesome feeling to do, you know? No, definitely. I haven't, I haven't, uh, experienced that yet, so I have nothing to relate to. <laughs> yeah you will one day you keep on it you know you keep fingers on crossed yeah you, know, you just keep on going you know you just got to proceed and keep on going and going and going it's just like um you gotta have if you, you can't have, if you can't make it to like let's say not necessarily the drift league but let's say just drift if you can't make it to round one in your lexus in just drift will you take the truck next year just see, to get some that, points on the board see that's that's another that's another thing that i'm i'm kind of kind of thinking of doing too is you know because i'm gonna you know because right now the truck has a stock motor back into it because i blew the 1j so right now you know you just you saw me at the the hoonigans the burnyard and and you know i had the stock motor in it and stuff like that so i want to put the 1j back in it and fix it up and actually compete in top drift and and drift league you know for the one for the truck and one for the car like that that would be that would be really cool if I could do it. I don't know if it's gonna be possible, but I wanna I wanna that's what I wanna do. You know what I mean? I wanna keep the truck alive in competing, but I also wanna keep the truck alive in like, you know, um just um a fun events, grassroots events, because I've been doing a lot of um drifting events for companies like uh Voodoo Ride. I've been doing I've uh, been doing it for the past two years. I do their Voodoo Ride um in the city of industry for them we do a drift demo and then they and august no september 28th is our next voodoo mm-hmm. ride in the city of industry and they they contacted me again and they want me to go out there again and do another that's cool. how does that work and does voodoo like reach out to you directly yeah they reach out to me directly and and, and they i they you know they contacted me again hey you, you want to come down and uh, come down again and and drift some you know, slay some more tires and I was all you know me hell yeah i'll be there you know so nice. it's always cool yeah it's always cool to get that and then the same thing with uh that's the, like an invite only deal though right uh yeah pretty much like they'll that they they've asked me to get other drivers to go and and i have uh last year i did that or the last one i did i got i got a like four or five drivers that that I you know that I know I was like hey come out you know you're invited to this event let me know if you can make it if not no worries but it'd be really cool if you did so I got you know in touch with the people that I know and then I contacted back to Voodoo and told them hey these guys are gonna come I'm gonna have and to send them like a hey you DM <laughs> yeah it's it's, it's kind of like an invite only to yeah that's what know, I figured they kind of know who you are they know who I was and stuff like that so. And it's the same thing with the, the hooligans at the burnyard. At the burnyard, you know, the hooligans, they always ask me to come out because they knew who I am. And it's like, I'm not, I'm not trying to get a daily transmission anymore because I already did one. Yeah. And, you know, and you don't really want to do a daily transmission on the truck that has a stock motor back in it. You know, it's kind of pointless. <laughs> oh, you put the stock motor back in it? Yeah. The stock I completely fucking missed that part. Okay. Yeah. I just, I just said that five minutes ago. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I heard you said you blew it up. And then I was like, oh, oh maybe he rebuilt, he rebuilt it. No, no, no. So yeah, like, so the one J is out of the truck right now. I blew that up. I okay. Rebuild it. I'm gonna get that rebuilt. But right now, the stock motor, the stock V6 four point four point slow is in it right now. But that motor still kicks ass. It's it's still only got. I love how they went from the three point slow to the four point slow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's only got ninety thousand miles on it. But 
Like yeah, but the, but the last five years of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you got to figure the last, you know, I, I had that. Uh, so two years was the one J. So, so four years. So, yeah, Luckily, you years. kept that motor, though. Well, yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I wanted to sell that motor, but I was like, at the same time, it's like I didn't want to sell the motor because when I put the 1J in, I was like, well, I don't know how long this is going to last. And, and like, so it's like I kind of had like a backup plan, but I really didn't know that I was going to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because when I blew the when I blew the 1J, I was like, oh, frick, I'm freaking down for a while. And then I was like, so I pulled the motor out. I found out what was wrong with it. And I took it to the machine shop and had it kind of machined. And and then I was looking into parts of buying that and, or you know replacing what I need to. It's going to cost me like almost twenty five thousand dollars just to get the one J fixed. I'm like, what? Well, yeah, yeah. Because it, I'm going, you know, because I want to make more horsepower in it. So I'm bigger, you know, bigger putting bigger pistons and rods in it and and um and stuff in it like that. So I want to make that one J really powerful you know so i want to make it over 400 you know because right now i was under i was under 400 okay so i want to make it i want to make it over 400 or close to 500 i want to say <laughs> yeah so, especially so, in such a big truck a, a heavier vehicle yeah exactly so that's that's what i want to do in that where was i going with this i totally lost any thought now So did I, because we were talking about, and then I cut you off about you putting the Hoonigan, not yeah, trying to okay. get a daily transmission. Yeah, yeah, I'm not trying to get a daily transmission because, like I said, it was the uh, the one J's not in it. Yeah, exactly. That would make sense. <laughs> so that's why I put the stock motor back in, and you know, and then it, the the truck was sitting for, I want to say, uh, almost six months. Like the truck was just sitting there, and I was just. I was getting sadder because it was just sitting there and I wasn't driving, you know, it's like a, it's, it's so weird that you never think about it. Like, you know, you're drifting and then you stop drifting, but then you're like, you have that itch, you know, I got to go drifting, but you're, you're, you know, my truck was broke down. So I'm like, I can't go drifting. I don't have nothing. So I was like, all right, fuck it. I'm going to put the, the stock motor back in it and just go out and have fun. And that's what I did. And I'm still going out and having fun doing these uh, little drift events here and there. You know, I get invited to and stuff, which is really cool. So I, I can't complain with it right now. And, and I beat the living shit out of that stock motor. I hit the rev limit all the fucking time on that thing because it only revs at 5,500 RPMs. So it's like it kind of has its own safety thing on it. Yeah. <laughs> So I, I just read that, 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 that freaking rev limit of the shit out of it and whatever. If it blows up. I mean, it blows up. I'm not, I can't be mad at it. You know? Sayonara. It's job. Yeah, it, def yeah, it's definitely done its job. Well, yeah, because I beat, I, I, since day one, I, with that truck, with that motor, it only had three miles on it when I got the truck. The first night that I got that truck, I know this is not, not, not something to brag about, but the first night, I went 145 in that truck. <laughs> it, kinda, goes, kinda, it got kinda, it goes up stupid. to that fast. Yeah, because this one, the o, this 05, it doesn't have a governor on it. The one after this one has governors. So my truck went 145. A lot of people are gonna say no, it didn't. No, my truck went 145. Nice, and that's. <laughs> the, that's what uh, your speedometer said. Well, I know because I had the I had the app on my phone for okay. the speedometer because the speedometer only goes to one twenty. Oh shit! Where'd you take that out? Well, you don't have to tell me. Mexico. Yeah, I went out to Mexico. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. That's, well, yeah. Uh, how not, how long did it take to get to one forty five though? That's the real question because I've gotten that fast too and like had like an old shitbox Honda and it took forever. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was six gear pinned. You know what I mean? Six yeah, for like what, like pinned. six minutes? <laughs> I, no, it wasn't that long. <laughs> no, because those trucks are actually they're actually they're they're really fast, and their gears are really it's it's kind of really tall because it had like a it had like a, a three fifteen gear uh, rear end gear. Okay, I can see that. Okay, that makes sense. So it kind of you know as it was going, it kind of picked up and went gone. You know. So it was it was a really quick truck, like first and second, 
like in this in the truck now, first and second is really good. It's really fast. But once you get in the fourth, it kind of slows down, you know. It's just like a dog. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So, I mean, the only gear that I've ever drifted, the highest I've gotten is third. Oh, okay. I can't go any. I can't go any higher. I can't go in the fourth or anything like that. I yeah, with dug. like a three fifteen, it's kind of difficult. Well, Do they make well, like? No. Go ahead. Well, yeah, I I actually put, I have four elevens in it now. Okay, so even now you can't get in the fourth. No, I can't get in the fourth because the, the motor's not powerful enough, you know, and and no track is really that big around here to get in the fourth, you know. Even if you go to Willow, you can't get in the fourth because it's not that long. You can't drift. And, uh, the longest I can get in this third. What do you run at, like Grange? Um, I go down, um, down the straightaway. I'm in third, and then as soon as I hit the corner, I'm in second the rest of the way. And then, and until like you go, that kind of like long, that little long stretch, like from the first. So it's like the first corner, second corner, like the third corner. Mm-hmm. You're going. Like that, I can down. I can get in a third and go through third, but then the rest of it, I'm in second. Yeah, that, I I found out this weekend that if I don't stay in third or last weekend, if I don't keep it in third, um, my car just like blows the tires off. I can't get like no grip. Oh really? Yeah. So. Well, like, yeah. Because what? Because how much horsepower are you making? Uh, it's never been actually dynoed. Yeah, but you got an LS1 or something like that, right? Basically. It's an LS6 yeah. with oh, some mods okay. done to it. So I want to say, like, let's call it 420-ish. Yeah, you're, 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 you're up there, okay? I've only got 240. Yeah, so, yeah, <laughs> no, that, that makes sense now. So, and then I'm only running on 225. Okay. And what kind of tire pressures are you running on that thing? Uh, I run, like, 30. I run anywhere from, I, only, I run from, like, 28 to 35. Okay. 36. Just depends because on like I the get, track conditions. Yeah, well that too, and then yeah, it just depends on what track I go to and stuff like that. But I mean, I can't go any bigger because the truck can't handle it. You know, I don't have that much horsepower. So if I go to any bigger size tire, it's not really good. Yeah, I figure as much. So yeah, and then the truck the truck is so light. I need a I you know I can't go any lower. Um, psi in it because then i and then i get too much grip and then i have to downshift you know in the second or something like that then normally i would be in the third it's just the truck is it's really hard it's so interesting watching that thing go around because i there's all there was also another one with an ls in it i think it was like an ls2 but in the way you two drove was completely different yeah he you know he had more horsepower and he was able to get a little bit more grip because he was running i think he was running actually 18s yeah, and I can I, I know, and at that time I was only running seventeen, so and that's all I can go with. So, and his truck was built a lot different. He had different, he had different front coilovers, and the rear was different. So he had a little bit more, I think, more suspension done mm-hmm. than I did, because he actually had like a, uh, a two inch uh, leaf lowering with, um, yeah, I think it was was an AQ one. Uh, shocks and what they i can't remember but he had some other stuff done to it so it was really it's a, i think it was a lot stiffer than mine so he can run different stuff you know and plus he had more horsepower <laughs> which you know kind of helps sometimes yeah yeah it, it does but yet again the truck it it's really hard to get grip in those things yeah that thing's pretty actually it's kind of cool to see that thing do so well yeah, um, thank you. And and then that's the thing too. I get that a lot too. That like, the very first time like I ever like out went out and drift and stuff like that. People are like, "What are you doing? You you're gonna go out and drift that?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go out and drift that." No, you're not. You're not gonna go drift that. No, no, I am. Why didn't you Seriously. build a 240? Yeah, well, and that's the thing. Too. Yeah, and, and stuff. And they're like, "No, you're not gonna drift that." And then they see it, and they're like, "Wow, that's freaking, that's sick." Yeah, exactly. You know? And then you know. Um, I would have people like when I went to Irwindale when they were doing, you know, Formula Drift was doing the Irwindale Thursday nights, you know, I went out there and then I had buddies in the grandstands and people would talk shit on me like, Oh, look at this fucking truck. He's out here trying to drift and stuff like that. You know, he ain't going to do good. And they go out and I go out and I'm on the track and they see me and they're like, what the fuck? Are you serious? That thing is fucking sick. Like they tone, they changed their whole, their whole attitude about the truck. They're like, what the fuck? I'm yeah. Like, wow. No, and I remember when I first saw that thing too. It was actually the first time I saw that was at Irwindale. 
And then that's how I actually found out who you were. And I ended up following you on Instagram. And yeah. uh, I guess that was the first night you actually ever did the big bank. Oh, probably. <laughs> yeah, the, the one, the one, the one event I went to. And then, uh, yeah, I was like, holy shit, that's a fucking truck. Yeah. Yeah. I, and unfortunately I crashed there too. One time. <laughs> uh, same. Would you hit, would you hit the big bank? Oh, that hurts. Going, yeah. It, it sucks. Cause I went, I was in third and I don't know what happened. I cocked the rip and it just flung me into it and I crashed into the wall at the top, you know, very top. It's not fun, man. No, 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 it's not you. I mean, you, you hit the wall too. I, I saw the video of you and you, you smacked the wall pretty good. Well, totaled your truck, your car. It's, a, it's in a better place now. It's probably been <laughs> melted down back to metal <laughs> or back to liquid metal rather. Yeah. So all in all that, I mean, I love my drift truck. I, you know, and the, the, the vibe that I get off everybody when they see it go out and stuff like that, that's also like, it makes me happy because people are happy seeing that thing going out, you know, cause there's not a lot of, there's not a lot of drift trucks out there. No, there I, isn't. You know, I, I know maybe 10, 10 trucks that drift, you know what I mean? And, and like, I wanted to always bring something out of it, but yet again, you know, you can't really do it. It's only for fun events and stuff like that. You know, grassroots events and stuff. You can only bring your truck out for competition styles. Like you can't really do it. Yeah. It's just drift kind of. Yeah. They, they're they, cool they, with they, it. Cause it's still, you know, your truck isn't unsafe from yeah. what I've seen. Yeah, no, no, it's un- it's not unsafe because the people that build it, they actually talk to the, the people at, um, I think his name is Steve. Talk to Steve and 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 ask like, hey, we're gonna build this drift truck and we need to know what kind of cage you want to put and stuff like that. So they kind of got with it and stuff and they, that's why they let me do it, you know? Yeah, and, th- and then obviously it's done well. Like you've never, and I've seen you hit a couple things, but it's never yeah. been like you've never hurt anybody <laughs> or nobody's you, you've never gotten hurt for as far as I know. Yeah, yeah. If you if you look at the truck, you've seen that that the rear end has hit a uh, couple things, a couple walls. I've seen you push <laughs> that thing, that fucking bed out, so many times. Yeah, it's done. Like the last the one, the last one we were just at the same uh, the, at the Hoonigans Burnyard that you were at too. Like, I broke a rim. I, I you know I broke a rim and I bent the bed back again. So now I gotta bend the bed back out because on August third I'm going back out there again. I know. Uh, I'm gonna try to go again. Yeah, it, it, I mean, it, it's a lot of fun. I know you're just going out there and doing a bunch of donuts and stuff like that, but yet still, it's a lot of fun. You it it is. Ex- so just do... You get people excited and stuff like that. Like, I didn't I didn't mean to freaking hit the K-Rail and break my rim and then the tire come flying off. But it happened. <laughs> but, it, but it happened. And, and the thing is, too, is like at that point, as soon as I saw my tire go flying, I already knew my rim was broken. So I just laid on it and burned the other tire up. You're like, what am I going to do? Break the wheel? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, well, what's, what's the worst that's going to happen now? I mean, so I was like, I just stayed on it and just kept on fucking flooring it until the other wheel popped. And then that was it, you know? So, so I'm going like, to try to get in again. Yeah. On the next, <laughs> at the next one. Yeah. It, yeah. Did it's they, a lot of fun. Did you guys get, uh, did you guys get like an email or something for you guys to shoot out there? Um, I do. I'm going to lie um, and be like, hey, I didn't get my email. <laughs> yeah, I do. I get an email. But then, you know, the, the, the Hoonigans, like the people that run it and stuff like that, they all they all know me. So as soon as they see it. Yeah, the, the, truck, car's, the car's well known. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's like as soon as you see it, they're like, okay, he's here, right? Let him in, let him blah, 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 you know. So it's like, all right, cool. It's like I'm well known for that, you know. As soon as you see the truck, you know who I am. Well, you, a lot of people don't know who I am, you know. They don't know my face. They they, know but the they truck. know the truck, yeah. Yeah, that, and that's why I say, like, you know, my name's Brian, a.k.a. Drift Slayer, because I put Drift Slayer on the truck, and then the truck is its own its own thing, you know what I mean? I'm just the lucky guy that's driving it, you know? <laughs> yeah. I haven't so. even seen how to get into, like, um, at least I haven't, I don't really look for it, but it hasn't, I haven't came across, like, the post to where, like, you can actually um, kind of set yourself up so you can go to the earlier show, like, the earlier portion. Which is basically yeah, yeah. their quote unquote tryouts. Yeah, you basically you try out. What you do is you just you you pretty much just go there. You show up, and you there's a guy that is there 
that has a paper, like a form that you kind of fill out to like who your name is, what kind of car you have, um, blah, blah, blah. And then you, and then you go from there and then they'll, they, uh, they ask you like, or they'll give you a card and then you line up and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's basically, it's really simple to do that. You just go there and you show up. I think I'm going to do that next time instead of trying to do it dirty (laughs) again. Yeah, and kind I mean, of potentially that, hurt myself more <laughs> from not getting in ever that. again. Bro. No, they didn't let me in. They, uh, Aunt, my buddy Andrew just kept being like, "Hey, you gonna let him run? You gonna let him run?" Yeah. They're like, "Yeah, just fucking go." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's kind of cool too. You know, I mean, you got you got in there, you did your thing. You know, you you laid it down and stuff like that. But... No, I just got in and got out. I didn't really do anything. Yeah. Well, I was like, oh, I shouldn't be here, and I don't need to be the reason the show gets shut down. So I'll get out while yeah, I can. Yeah, no, it's not that the show won't get shut down. You just you'll just get kicked out. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was trying to avoid. Yeah. So, but all right, man. Um, is there anything we haven't touched base on? It's been we've actually been talking for over an hour now. Oh geez, it really has been that long. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, other than that, no. I mean, what do you uh? So, other than the the IS three hundred, um, any other big plans for next season? Don't forget, that, you might need a Hans device. Oh yeah, that's true, huh? Mm-hmm. You need all that stuff. You basically got to pass Pro two. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and then that's the thing too is like you need all that stuff too. It's like so. I Just know be I'm mindful spe- of that while you're building that thing. Well, and then that's the thing too is like I don't. I'm not gonna build it. I'm not gonna overbuild it. You know what I mean? Oh. I'm going to build it to, to, to specific to what they want. Yeah. You know what I mean? So well, like as far want. as safety-wise, like you know what you're going to do for your engine and trans, I assume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but you got to just be mindful. Like they want the full cage. They want the Hans device if you don't already yeah. have one. You already have a race suit and all the other stuff. Yeah, I have all that stuff. I have seats and I have all that stuff. So I have I have a lot of stuff already. Yeah. It's just that the Hans device I don't have, and that's like what, like – three four hundred bucks or something like that uh, i think it's like 500 oh well well pretty close it's not <laughs> it's not terrible but it's you know yeah it's not cheap man yeah you know you can get away with like a, a not a practice night but like a, a little show up event where you go burn off like you know a couple sets of tires that's worth of 500 dollars. yeah pretty much yeah but but almost um what how, what tires are you running i know you're not on any tire <laughs> specifically no i know you, yeah no i just run the cheapest tires that i can find you don't <laughs> stay on a consistent tire no well the thing is i do i say it like when i'm competing i'll stay on one consistent tire but like when i'm doing fun events and stuff like that it it's doesn't like what's well, cheap <laughs> yeah what's the cheapest okay so that's so I'm, I mean, I, I used, I run like full runs. I don't know. A lot of people don't know what those are. They're just Japanese tires. But I see the thing is that I look for the, the, the tread compound. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I look for in a tire. I, it doesn't matter what kind of tire I get. I just look for that. I look for the lowest that I could find at the time. And then I just go from there. Hmm. Okay. Does that yeah. help you with like your power level? Well, yeah, because, you know, I can't really spend that much money on, you know, expensive tires because at the end, I don't have that much horsepower for those tires. So it's kind of like I, I I need the grip, but yet at the same time, I don't need the grip because I can't spin the tires because I don't have that much horsepower. Yeah, I can see that. that makes sense. You know what I mean? It kind of doesn't make sense, but it makes sense to me. <laughs> I understand what you're saying, though. Because if I have, you know, if I have Falcons or something like that, and, you know, their tread were like 200 or something like that, but yet I would still have to pump those up to like, you know, 70 or 65 to 70 PSI just to get them to spin because they're too grippy, you know? Yeah, so I haven't had that issue. Um, I ran I ran my Achilles the other day at 40 pounds. Uh-huh. Uh, not on purpose. I forgot to air him down. Uh, Andy changed the <laughs> tires, and he's like, "Hey, I put him at forty for you." I was like, "Oh, thanks." I'll be sitting there and emptying the air out forever. Um, but I completely <laughs> forgot, and I went on track, and they're like, "Hey, do you want a tandem with us?" 
It was um, it was the OC Mobile Alignment guy, oh, okay, uh, Tanner, yeah, and then yeah, it was okay. um, the guy with the four G six three in his two forty. I think his name is Mark. Oh, okay. And I was like, I don't think I should go because I completely forgot to check tires. Oh. I still went, and then I was like, no, but I kept my distance to be safe, and I was like, yeah. I'm glad I did that because I would have ruined everyone's car. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's different when you don't when you run a little higher uh, PSI because you will spin out because you're used to you used to like a lower PSI. Because mm-hmm. that happened to me because I, you know, I just uh, I took one of my buddies uh, to Grange, and I let I actually let him drift my truck. Oh, nice. So I, he was the first person to actually let drift my truck actually drive, you know, drift it. So, you know, what I did is I pumped up the tire pressure a lot, a lot, a lot more than I would because I wanted him to lose traction to actually, you know, get, get the hang of it and stuff like that. So I bumped the PSI. I think I went to, cause normally, like I said, 20, 28 to 35 or whatever. I think I bumped them up to like 45 mm. and then uh, you know, he went out and then I went out and what I do, I spun out because I, you know, the tire pressure was too high. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, so it's a, it's a lot, you know, it's a lot different when you, 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 you you've don't gotten used remember. to like running so little tire pressure. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's not really little. It's just like, you, you know what you're used to. And then when you have a little bit more higher that you, you're going to spin out. And that's exactly what I did. I was like, shit. Well, yeah. I think I think the tires are pressure too high because I spun out and I know why. And sure enough, you know, I was like, "Oh yeah, I didn't check the tire pressure." Crap. Yeah. Uh, so, all right, man. Uh, where can people reach you, sir? Find you. Uh, you can find me on Instagram on Drift Slayer. Um, my YouTube is Drift Slayer Brian. Uh, my Facebook is Drift Slayer. Like all my contacts are all Drift Slayer. Okay. So if anybody wants to get a hold of me, that's how you find me. Instagram, Facebook, um, YouTube. That's that's how you can get a hold of me. Awesome, man. And yeah. again, thank you for coming on last minute, dude. I really no, appreciate no, thank, it. Yeah, no, I thank you for having me. And you know, hopefully we can do this again when I get my IS built. Definitely, and man. And, and, you're, and you're still doing this, and you know what I mean? Because <laughs> that's going to be a new learning curve. So you know, I'll have a lot of updates with that. Yeah, I'm not a... Uh... I don't think this is going anywhere yet. <laughs> so, uh, I, I mean, like, not as far. Like, I'm not letting it go yet. So, I'll probably still be doing it for a while. I want to do it for yeah. at least a year and kind of see where I'm at. Yeah. And yeah. coming up on a year in November. So, we'll see. Okay. Yeah. Right but, on, man. Well, all right. Like I man. said, yeah, thank you again. And I'll see you uh, hopefully at the Burnyard or I'll see you. Yeah, man. I, think I might even try to sneak in again. <laughs> uh, you know, if the same, yeah. if the same guy. That was there last time. He'll be like, oh, yeah, you were here last time. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, just do we'll, it. Bye. We'll go for that. Nice we'll well. see how that works. Yeah. All right, man. Right, right, Thank man. you again, bye. dude. You have a good night. Yeah, you too. Bye. All right, bye.